Hello, awesome humans, and welcome to today's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. I'm Natalie, your host, and I'm so grateful you're here. As a quick reminder, we record this podcast with a live virtual audience, so you will hear me respond to questions and comments. If you'd like to join me for Awesome Human Hour Live, I would love it. It's every Wednesday at noon Eastern, and you can sign up by going to happier.com and clicking on Awesome Human Hour. Now, before we dive into today's topic, just take a moment to arrive to this moment right now. This time is for you, and I hope you find today's episode really valuable. Okay, let's talk about how to chillax when you're a workaholic. That's the official topic at the top of my notes. Um, I kind of already alluded to this, but I think it's really, really important. Um, Let's start with practicing self-compassion and not judging ourselves for loving to work. Um, That actually is counter self-care. That adds stress. You know, this was an insight that I had recently. I was reading someone's post. I don't know. I think it was on Instagram. Maybe it was someone's email. I'm not sure. But I was reading a post and it was about like, yeah, got to inbox zero, nothing to do, no plans, no meetings for the next 10 days. Like I'm rocking it at self-care. And immediately I realized like I feel bad. I was like, I don't have inbox zero and I'm not taking the holidays off other than my birthday because I've got my book to work on. And I was like, oh, crap, like I'm not doing the right thing. Like I teach people self-care and I'm failing at it. And I caught myself and I want to say this to you because I know I'm not alone. Like um, the the self-care is a skill of fueling your physical, emotional, and mental energy and telling yourself that you're doing it wrong, that you should have inbox zero, that you should not do a single ounce of work for the next two weeks. That is not self-care. That is not fueling. That just adds more stress. And so it's really, really, really important to start from a place of self-compassion and be careful with um, your self-talk of like, I should be taking time off. I should not be working. Should is draining, right? When you get caught in the should, all it does is it drains your energy. So um, that is not restful. That is not relaxing. And so that's my first really important thing that I wanted to share is um, be self-compassionate in your approach towards yourself and in your approach towards finding time off. Um, and I also, I said this at the beginning, it also goes to like calling yourself a workaholic. You know, it has a negative connotation. Well, why do we need to judge ourselves all the time? Like why, you know, it's like if you start to pay attention to um, your brain, it just labels you nonstop, right? Like, hi, I'm Natalie. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a workaholic. Like, okay, BS, what up with that? Enough. You're a human being. That's who you are. Okay. Maybe you're someone who loves to work. I love to work. I love my job. This isn't a job. This is my life, my life and my job. Like we always, I often say like, I don't know, it's like this, like for me, my life and my job, it's all in one. And there are days when I take a half a day off on a Monday and I work on a Sunday. And um, I think it's really important to kind of be careful with not labeling yourself. So if you are someone who um, there's a lot of meaning in your work and you love to do it, fantastic. That what's important is to ask yourself why you're doing it. You know, I've been a workaholic my whole life, but for most of my life, 
I didn't do it from a place of desire. I didn't do it from a place of my bigger why. I did it because I thought I had to. Like I did it because you have to work all the time. I did it because that's how I earn my own ability to like have any self-worth. I did it because I was afraid that if I'm not constantly overachieving, that I'm not going to be good enough and people are going to judge me. I did all of it from a place of the not good enoughness, from um, like fear, from trying to prove myself. And you can hear it in my voice. That caused so much struggle and tension and stress and overwhelm. A lot of the work that I do now because of the journey that I've been on and because I'm really um, emotionally aware and I practice a lot of this emotional awareness, I'm not doing it because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't do it. I'm doing it because I want to. I'm doing it because it fuels me with meaning. I'm doing it because I love having all of you as part of my life and I get to share it with you. So I think it's also just really important to practice emotional awareness and ask yourself, well, why am I doing this? Why am I here on Christmas morning writing that email? Is it because it's bursting out of me and I like must send it and I really want to send it or... Is it because, oh my God, I'm afraid I have too much on my to-do list. I got to keep going. So that's my other tip is to just practice emotional awareness and ask yourself, why am I doing this? And I don't have a formula for the right answer, but asking the question is part of your practice of becoming aware of why are you working, right? Are you just on autopilot? Are you just like prisoner to your to-do list? Are you doing it because you don't feel like you're, you know, good enough if you don't, or are you doing it because it's bringing you joy and whatever answer you come up with, that is your guide of what to do next. Um, now that like, that's the first thing I just, the, the, those are the first things I just needed to say. Cause I, um, so thank you to whoever person posted that on Instagram that, made me feel like crap for not having inbox zero because it led me down this thought process. But let's actually talk about how to relax and how to rest. If you are someone who just is someone who like just could keep on working, right? That's me. If I do not like pause myself, if I do not create certain triggers in my life to pause me, I will keep going. And then I will burn out because even if you love your work, even if your work gives you your bigger why and meaning and purpose, you still have to rest. You still have to take breaks. You are not a machine. You cannot keep going on and on and on. And so let's talk about how to, like a couple of ways to do that. So the first thing, um, and I, I hope you've heard me say this before, because I, I really think this is really important, is rest is not doing nothing. Okay, so like mini neuroscience lesson for today, when you take a break, whatever the break is, half an hour just to take a walk or a couple of days off over the holidays, whatever the break is, when you take a break from the doing, the doing, the thinking, the emailing, your brain is very productive. There's a part of your brain called the default network. It's actually a couple of different parts of your brain. When you take a break, that part of your brain, the default network gets very busy. It does things like organize all the information, process all the information and make unexpected connections between different ideas. This is how we come up with creative ideas in the shower. It's actually a scientific phenomena. In the shower, you're not thinking very hard. You're not writing emails in the shower. I really hope you guys are not reading, writing emails in the shower. I just need to say that, okay? I mean, <laughs> 
Well, if you if you are, that's a different topic. We can do an intervention. But in the shower, you're kind of on the autopilot, on the autopilot, right? You don't have to think very hard. So your default network in your brain is busy. It's going to work. It's like that's why you have those moments of like, oh my God, that's the thing I want to do at work, or that's the answer to that problem. So when you take a break, you are not doing nothing. So that's really important. Like for me, the language that I use for relaxing and resting is really powerful because um, it helps my brain kind of adopt that conversation. So don't say like, oh, I have not, I, have, I don't have time to do nothing, or I still have a lot to do. Treat rest as something. Put rest on your calendar. You know, you've probably heard me share this practice of a daily fuel up. Um, right. So scheduling 10 to 20 minutes every day to do your daily fuel up, resting and refueling in some way, put other rest on your calendar, right? Schedule days off on your calendar. So Debbie will, um, Debbie is your witness for all this, but, um, something that helps me, um, to rest, um, is not having any calls or meetings. So rest can be different, right? Rest can be not working at all. Rest could be like for me, having days when I can just like have a swath of empty time is very restful for me because that's when my creativity can go to work. And so I have days that on the calendar, if you look at my calendar, it says no calls. So it is on the calendar. So Debbie knows that, my speaking agents know that, like, there are no calls. Will I make an exception from time to time? Yes. If Mariah Carey wants to call me on my no call day and sing her Christmas song with me, Mariah, I'm yours. I will drop my no call day. Okay. Other than that, we really try. And this is something like Debbie and I try to do. We try to respect that because for me, that is restful. So treat rest as something you schedule. However you schedule things, put it on your calendar, put it on your to-do list, okay? Rest belongs on your to-do list, so put it on your to-do list and then check it off. You know what I put on my to-do list? Um, I could share my screen, but that's just gonna make you guys freak out with all the things that are open on my screen right now. Plus you might glance the title of my book, which is big secret, like five people know. So no, um, but you can see on my, I love it. I love when people are like Tom Hanks can call me. Yes. You feel free to put in chat for whom you will interrupt your rest and no call days. I think that would be wonderful. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks can call me also. This is great. We'll just make a really long list. Um, but you will see. So I use this um, tool. It's called Todoist to do is um, just to keep track of my daily to do's. And you will see if you looked at it on it is daily walk is on it. Creativity break is on it. If I'm doing yoga that day, there it's on it. Just like write this chapter, prepare this talk, talk with Debbie, plan out the webinar. So treat your rest the same way you would treat anything else. And in fact, something I wrote in my notes that I really like kind of help me think about it is make a project out of relaxing, right? So if you are someone who generally has trouble like taking time off over the holidays, um, make a project around it, okay? Like approach it like you would a work project, okay? So I'm gonna take three days off, get specific. What are the days? 
put them on your calendar. What are you going to do? It's really important. You know, someone um, uh, emailed me and asked me and said, um, this was one of the people who encouraged this topic. So if you're here, thank you. Um, and said that she's a college student and she's a workaholic, has trouble relaxing. And she's like, yeah. And then I just find like, I go to my parents' house for the holidays and I just watch TV all day and I'm not really relaxed. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, I should be productive. And then I just feel like crap. So treat rest like a project, identify things you're going to do to rest. And um, it's really important to have some active rest. So there's a difference between passive rest and active rest. Passive rest is like um, zoning out in front of the TV. Now, I love Netflix and Amazon Prime, and I'm actually in like serious difficult mood today because I finished a show yesterday. Do you know that moment after like six seasons of a show? Mm, and it was so good. I watched um, Cable Girls. It's on Netflix. It's a show set in 1920s Madrid. And it's all about this amazing group of women and how they fought for suffrage for women. And it's also just gorgeous and they have gorgeous outfits and it was six seasons and it's over. <laughs> okay, I will try to take my tears somewhere, but like big drama, okay? Yay, Cable Girl fans. Okay, if someone has watched Cable Girls, what is my next show? I, I, I although also the Velvet Collection is another amazing show. It's set in 1950s Madrid. It's all about, it's all about love, but it's all about fashion. So I watched those two and they're both over and my heart is like, Meh. so I'm not saying watching Netflix is bad. What I'm saying is bad is when you're not doing it intentionally. So when you're just like in front of the TV and it's six hours later and you don't know what you're doing. So that's passive rest. Active rest is actually doing something intentionally. So creativity, taking a walk, arranging flowers, like look at the gorgeous flowers behind Debbie. I'm going to make sure Debbie is in the spotlight so you can see them because Debbie is one of Debbie's hobbies. Like one of the ways she relaxes is arranging flowers. So that's active rest, right? Cooking something, um, uh, gardening if you're in a warm climate and Debbie and I are totally jealous of you because we're in New York and Boston, right? Doing something actively that helps you rest, that actually has um, uh, more benefits. Um, you are more fueled, um, your brain is able to relax more. And so treat your rest like a project and actually make a little plan. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's when I'm going to do it. Here's what I'm going to do and hold yourself accountable to it. And I think that um, can be really helpful in like treating rest as something important and serious versus like, oh, I'll get to it if I have time and then defaulting into your old patterns. Thank you so much for all the show suggestions. Um, I'm into high seas. My best friend um, in San Francisco got me into it on vacation. I should pick that up. Morocco, interesting. The Queen's Gambit is the family's next show. So we have a family show. I have my own show. And then Avi and I have a show. So um, Avi and I are into the crown next, the family show, finishing the British baking show right now in parallel with um, CSI, obviously. And then we're on to Queen's Gambit. And then for my personal show, I'm gonna have to read all the suggestions. Um, some of them I didn't know. Um, so thank you all. Um, the other thing I wanna say about rest. So we've talked about not labeling yourself, not causing yourself more struggle by shooting yourself. I should have no email, I shouldn't do work. And actually a quick story on that, cause it's really stuck with me. Um, 
Debbie and I did a, a happier work workshop for a team actually it was Avi's um, team uh, a year and a half ago when we did things in person. We'll be back. We'll be back. The vaccine it's coming. I see a lot of hope. Um, and uh, we were talking about self-care and rest and some of these practices. And I talked about not shooting yourself. Like if you, if it's the weekend or it's the holidays, but there's something on your mind work related practice acceptance, instead of just being like, no, I shouldn't work on the holidays. I shouldn't work during the weekend just causes you stress. Instead of doing that practice acceptance, say, okay, my brain is really obsessing about this one email or this one idea. Okay. Given that's the case, what is the next best thing I can do? Sometimes that next best thing is to say to your family, listen, I got to take an hour to do, write this email and then I can be fully present. Or it can say, you know, let me work on my book for a couple hours. So I shared this and then we did another workshop with the same team. And Debbie, I don't know if you um, know the story, but one of the guys who works for Avi is actually works in Brazil. He has a family, uh, young kids. And he said, I just need to share how this changed my life. And I was, and I was like, tell us more. And he said that he, you know, he loves his kids. He loves his family. And he would always on weekends try to not work at all. And he said that it would just cause him so much stress because he'd have like an email in his mind, but he wouldn't do it because he wanted to be with his kids. He said, and I realized how much stress I was sharing with them. They were feeling all that. So he said, now when that happens, I just say to them like kids, like daddy needs to go do work for half an hour and then I'll be right back. And he said, they're like, great. And when he's back, he's able to be fully present with them. And I share that because I think it's really important to approach yourself um, with compassion and acceptance when it comes to rest, right? Find the best way that works for you. Don't stick to these labels of like, don't touch computer on vacation. Or if you're doing work, you're a bad parent, you're a bad partner, you're a bad workaholic. Part of this work that we're here to do on this journey that we do as part of these webinars, part of practicing your emotional fitness skills is to practice compassion and acceptance and to be flexible of how does it work for you and make it a project, put it on your to-do list, be specific with yourself about how you're going to rest, what you're going to do to rest. And that actually is wonderful. It just reminds your brain, this is important. There are things associated with this that go on my to-do list. It takes like fuel out of your brain, trying to make you feel guilty for doing nothing. Um, it is literally the opposite of doing nothing. Um, I'm so excited to see all the show suggestions. This is very exciting. You all, I didn't even, I should, I should, I should share this more because I think there's going to be some um, new ones. So um, this is my homework for you. Okay. As we wrap up this super quick injection of energy and how to rest, your homework right now, everybody, we have hundreds and hundreds of people on, your homework is to think of one specific way that you're going to rest and refuel over the coming days. I didn't say inbox zero, I didn't say not touch your work, I didn't say completely zen out, feel amazing, not feel a difficult emotion. I just said one specific way that you can rest, share it in chat if you're up for it, because it is it's gonna, going to inspire others, but make that to-do in your head and then write it down on your to-do list, on your calendar, make that commitment to yourself. Don't judge it, 
but be really specific about it. Um, and let's stop labeling, labeling ourselves as workaholics or I work too much or I shouldn't work. Let's make that a big to do. Let's, let's get out of the trap of the should. So, ooh, thousand piece puzzle. Now that is ambitious. I like it. My family, yeah, um, I love all the ideas. Coloring books, paint by number. Love it, love it, love it. Everyone glance in chat. There's some really, really great ideas. Um, uh, I'll end with a funny, um, Avi and me and I, uh, were talking about what we're going to do. We're Jewish, so we don't celebrate Christmas. Although on my birthday next week, I'm going to show you our new year's tree and tell you how we celebrate new year's and why in Russia, that is the big holiday that we celebrate as a family. So we're talking about what we're going to do on Christmas day. And I was like, Ooh, let's do like a really huge puzzle. And Mia goes, yeah, I remember we tried to do that once and we got like really frustrated after five minutes. And Avi goes, maybe we should get one of those Melissa and um, Doug kid puzzles with like six pieces. So um, that's our family and puzzles, <laughs> but we might have to try it. We might have to try it. Um, we have one, uh, I think is a thousand pieces. So I'm inspired. Um, thank you all for sharing in chat how you're going to rest. I love it. I love, love, love the specificity. Um, please remember this has been a year. I don't know. I don't have a qualifier. I just have a face. Um, don't put pressure on yourself to feel amazing, to feel only joy, to relax all the time. You're a human being. You have many, many different emotions and feelings. And often sometimes when we slow down, a lot of different things come up that may be working and wrapping presents and doing was helping you to not become aware of. So be kind to yourself, be kind to all your feelings. Um, there isn't a way you are supposed to be. You're, you know, I've often said this, your feelings don't have a schedule. They don't care that it's Christmas or the holidays, they're feelings. So embrace them, don't put pressure on yourself. Um, and as we say goodbye, I want to know, Debbie, what's one of you, what's your, what's your rest to do? One of your rest to do's. I have to tell you, I am so looking forward to watching a TV show in the middle of the afternoon. I haven't done it since pandemic and I, it's, I am going to like cozy in. There will be candles. There will be good smells and some yummy snacks. And I'm going to relish in a one hour times two. Perfection. Something. Perfection. Mm -hmm. I love it, Debbie. We, we are kindred spirits. That's one of the ways when everyone is sick around here or it's like a really snowy day. Avi usually mm -hmm. is the one. He'll be like, midday show, midday show. And like, it's such a luxury, right? And that's the last thing I'll say mm -hmm. as we sign off. One of the great ways to relax is to shift your routine. You know, your brain really loves a break in routine. It feels relaxing. So take the inspiration from Debbie. Watch a show in the middle of the day. Have breakfast for dinner. Get up a little later. Like just shifting your routine in a, little, in, in a small way can feel like a luxury. So happy holidays to you all, whatever you are celebrating. I'm so, so grateful that we were able to come together for this little infusion of tips and energy. Please, if you can, I cannot wait to see you here next week for a special birthday surprise extravaganza of painting and more. That's all I can say. Um, be kind to yourself, be compassionate to yourself, but remember to rest. Thank you all. See you soon. See you next week.
I was going to say, see you next year. See you next week. Bye, Debbie. Bye, everybody. Virtual hug, virtual hug with my super long sleeves. Take care. All right, awesome humans. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Awesome Human Podcast. And I would love to know what resonated. What questions do you have? What are you excited to practice? So send us an email to team at happier.com. And please rest assured, if you send an email that you'd love for me to read, I will always get it in my inbox. My team will send it to me. Let's stay in touch so you can keep practicing skills to help you struggle less and thrive more in work and life. The best way to do it is to go to happier.com and subscribe to my weekly newsletter. I promise you, I would never send you spam. It's just more practices, skills, and stories to help you embrace your inner awesome human. I can't wait to see you next week.